Brothers and sisters and my friends, welcome back to Jesus the Healer Ministry. In this wonderful day, we're going to hear a really wonderful story. Brothers and sisters, before we are going to hear about the story, let us all pray together so that there will be peace of the Lord in our heart and the guidance from the Lord. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, I am thankful for this wonderful day that you have given to us. I am thankful for everyone who are watching from all across the globe right now. I pray, O oh God, so that there will be a peace of the Lord in their heart. There will be an open eye, an open heart, so that anything that comes out from my mouth will be according to you, and it will seep down through their heart, and they will have a changed heart. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Reign within this nation, Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. My friends, we are going to read a story about Goliath. Maybe all y'all have heard about who Goliath is, Maybe you've heard it in metaphor before. You've heard about um, probably a story about David versus Goliath. But for y'all who doesn't know about the story, it's about a boy who faced his giant and won because he has God on his side. My friends, let us read the story together. Let's open our Bible from 1 Samuel 17. From the very first verse until the 11th. This is a very interesting and very wonderful story. So I'll read it to you all right now. Uh, and if you want to read it for yourself as well, you can see it on the screen or you can look for Google for, for Bible. All right, let's read it again. First Samuel 17 from the very first verse until the 11th. David and Goliath. Now the Philistines gathered their armies for battle. And they were gathered at Sokoh, which belongs to Judah, and encamped between Sokoh and Azekah in Ephes Damim. A, a bit of background. So Philistines are the mortal enemy of the Israelites at the time. They always go to war with each other. And now they are facing war again. And Saul, Saul were the king of Israel. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered and encamped in the valley of Elah, and drew up in line of battle against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on the mountain on the one side, and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side, with a valley between them. And there came out from camp of the Philistines a champion named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. He had a helmet of bronze on his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail, and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of bronze. And he had bronze armor on his legs and a javelin of bronze slung between his shoulders. The shaft of his spear was like a weaver's beam and his spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron and his shield bearer went before him. He stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, Why have you come out to draw up for battle? Am I not a Philistine and are you not servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. And the Philistine said, I defy the ranks of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. My friends, so... The height of Goliath, as described in the Bible, it was 9 feet and 10 inches. So it was around 2.38 meters. A scale of armor that he wore that weighed around 100 pounds, 
is around 45 kilograms. And his spear's blade weighed around 12 pounds, so it's around 5.4 kilograms, and it's just the blade alone. You, uh, the, uh, they haven't counted the, the shaft and everything. And brothers and sisters, my friends, and he also has a shield bearer, so you can imagine how tall and big his shields are. So he is a force to be reckoned with, a towering giant clad in bronze from head to shin, and he become a fear embodiment for the Israelite. My friends, sometimes in this life, we too are facing our own Goliath. We are facing our own giants. Something that struck great free fear to our heart that comes in many forms. It could be in sickness, in suicidal thought, the loss of will to live, depression, repression, or even death. And that fear echoes to your ear day and night. I will read to you from 1 Samuel 17, verse 16. For 40 days, the Philistine came forward and took his stand, morning and evening. Morning and evening, for 40 days. Have you all ever lived in such condition? Where fear greets you early in the morning and brought you all the way to sleep for, it, for, for it's just to greet you again in the morning. Many of us are living through this fear every single day. Many of y'all are experiencing this every single day. The doubt, the fear, the, the uncertainty of tomorrow. And with all the world is going on upside down, turning upside down that we are experiencing right now. If we're just turning on our TV right now, we see that there is rumors of war going on. There's a lot of violence going on in our street. There's a lot of... Uh, hurricanes probably uh, um, the earth just shook uh, the, the shook with lots of earthquakes and there's like a lot of threats that's going on these days and there are a lot of reason to be fearful these days and also with all the economies is going down as well but brothers and sisters you can see this fear just like the Israelite faced their Goliath there are probably thousands upon thousands of Israelites that has to face the has to face the other uh, battle line of, uh, of the uh, Philistines. But this one man, this one man alone, put fear into their hearts, into all of the ranks of Israel. In the 24th verse, uh, it said, When the man of Israel, 1 Samuel 17, verse 24, When the man of Israel also the man, they fled from him and were very frightened. When they saw him, when he appears, they all just frightened. And he appeared twice per day, in the morning and in the evening. So you can see how the situation really put fear in their heart. My friend, so what happened next? They stay on that position for 40 days, unable to move. And they have to endure that fear for 40 days, day and night, day and night. Nobody dares to do anything. Nobody has the guts to face this giant. Not even Saul, their king. And this is the part where the hero of our story comes. So, here comes David. David was a young man, and he was not a soldier. But he was a shepherd. And he was not older than 15 years old when he first came face to face with the giant. And if you read the Bible, you see when he arrived at the battlefield, he was there to see the war. His brothers who were much older than him was there as a soldier. 
because probably around at that time they are already around 20 years old so they are already eligible to uh, go and fight in, in wars but David is still young he's still 15 years old he's still very very young and he was not a soldier either and if you read in, a, in a, the first Samuel uh, uh, 16 you can see that he was actually a shepherd so he has no experience in slaying giants but he arrived there to see the lines of Israel. But when he arrived at the valley of Elah, he met that giant. And that giant came and he saw the giant mocking the living God of Israel, mocking the line of Israel. And on the 25th verse it said, the man of Israel said, and the man of Israel said, have you seen this man? Meaning a Goliath who has come up, surely he has come up to defy Israel. And the king will enrich the man who kills him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. And what, what happened next? What is David's response to this? And David said to the man who stood by him, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this incircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And you can see what's going on. This 15-year-old boy spotted a word of bravery. And he questioned, who is this man who dares to defy the armies of the living God? And my friends, today I want to talk about this living God that this boy spoke about. The living God of Israel. The only true God. The only living God who created heaven and earth. Who created everything that is in this earth and above the sky. Who created the ocean. Who created the forest. Who created all the birds in the sky. Who created all manner of creatures on land and sea. And who created you and me. The only true and living God. And this living God. Knowing that the living God is with Israel, this boy has no fear at all. Thousands upon thousands of those around him fear this giant. But this boy, this boy doesn't fear this giant. And so what, what happened next? Long story short, he met with Saul, the king. When the words of David, I'm going to read from the 31st verse. When the words that David spoke were heard, they repeated them before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are but a youth, and he has been a man of war from his youth. But David was undeterred. And because he was undeterred, so Saul relented, and he gave this boy his set of armor. But what happened next? When David tried his set of armor, you can, uh, you can see it uh, in the Bible in the 38th verse. When he donned those armor, he cannot move at all because it doesn't fit him. And he never wore a set of armor in his life before. So uh, what he do? On the 41st. On the 40, 41st. Then he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the brook and put them in his shepherd's pouch. His sling was in his hand and he approached the Philistine. 
And the Philistine moved forward and came near to David, with his shield bearer in front of him. And the Philistine Goliath looked and saw David. He disdained him, for he was but a youth, ruddy and handsome in appearance. And the Philistine said to him, Am I a dog that you came to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. The Philistines said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down and cut off the host of the Philistine this day to the birds of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, and that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and that all this assembly may know that the Lord saves, not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. Can you imagine the tension is going on in the valley of Elah on that day? This giant looked at this shit and he mocked them. He mocked, he mocked him. He mocked him and, and he called him names. He cursed him and everything. But this boy is undeterred. He spat back at this giant without fear. He said that he will cut him down and he will, he will turn all the army of Philistine into feast for birds. And let's see what, what's, what, what happened next. When the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and slung it and struck the Philistine on his forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell on his face on the ground. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. There was no sword in the hand of David. Then David ran and stood over the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of his of its sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. When the, when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. And the battle was won on that day. My friends, I talk about the only living God. The only thing that enabled this 15-year-old boy to face his giant and triumph, to enable him to face the greatest threat of his life, and won, and without fear approach him, and without fear fight him and win. My friend, I talk about the living God, the living God who enabled him to kill the giant with one swing of a hand. And one small stone that got stuck into the forehead of the giant and killed him with no sword in his hand at all. My friend, I want to talk about this God. This God is a powerful God. This God will enable you to go through your days. This God will take away all your fear from your heart. And it will make you change. It will make you like this David right here. Because he has the power over everything. He has the power over this world, over the sky. He has the power over the living and the dead. He has the power over you. And if you walk with him every single day, you will know that you walk with the same hand that guides you to kill this giant. And you will have no fear to face your giant. My friends, 
2,000 years ago, this God come in the form of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, fully God, fully man, He come to this world. He come to this world because He has a mission, my friends. He has a mission to save you, to save you and me from the grip of sin. My friend, the grip of sin has put us in the situation that we are experiencing right now. That's why our life is full of fear, is full of depression, is full of suicidal thoughts, is full of sickness, is full of misery because of that sin. Because we have been separated from the Lord, our hearts full of fear. And when the giant came into our life, come, turn, uh, come thundering down and face us and mocking us, we have no way to respond to that giant. We have no way to respond to that Goliath. We have no one, no one to back us up. That's why he come 2,000 years ago. He come, he come to save you. He come to save you. John 3.16 said, I will read to you from the Bible, from John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. He should not perish. The Lord doesn't want you to perish. The Lord loves you. Just like the Lord loves David, he does not let this giant make him die. He would not also make you be defeated by all of things that put fear in your life. My friends, you don't have to be to worry about anything anymore. You do not even have to worry about that. When he comes to this world, he sacrificed himself. He died on the cross. He died on the cross. And when he died on the cross, because he died on the cross, he takes away all that power of sin and shame that if you would believe in him, if you would believe in this God, if you would believe in Jesus, that he will take away that load from your heart. He will not let you in the same miserable condition that you are living in right now, but he will make you victorious day by day and day by day. He will make you victorious. He will make you victory. My friend, he loves you so much. He's not just a God who stay up there in the clouds and do nothing at all. He's not a God like any other gods who demand sacrifices, who demand, who demand total devotion, who demand, who, de who demand you to just worship Him day by day and day by, and day by day and answers you none. But He's a God who can actually do miracle. He's a God who can take away all that burden of sin and shame. He is a God who can take away all your fear. He is the God who can take away all your depression. He is the God who can heal your sickness. He is a God who can take away everything that weighs you down. If you would believe in this God, if you would believe in this God of Israel, that know that you will be victorious today, just like David is victorious, that you will be free today from all of your burden, that you will be free from all your fear, and you will face your giant and win only if you have God today. So my friends, if you are tired of losing, if you are tired of living with fear day by day again, and no solution, and no one can give you solution, no doctor can cure you, and no guru or wise, worldly wise man can give you good, uh, good suggestion, and if doing the same thing over and over again doesn't give you a solution, I want to give you a permanent solution. And if you believe in Jesus, 
if you would believe in Him, and if you would believe that His blood has made, can make you be brand new again, and you can be free from all of your sin, that you will experience change in your life. So my friends, if you felt that the Lord is knocking at your door right now, knocking, calling your name, answer Him right now. This is the day that you are waiting for. Open that door and accept Him as your Lord and Savior. And know in the instant that you accept Him as your Lord and Savior, you will be free and you will be victorious. My friend, with further ado, close your eyes and follow my prayers. Follow my every word as you accept Him as your Lord and Savior. Close your eyes. Follow my word. Lord Jesus, follow my word, Lord. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I have suffered. But today, I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Come inside me. Be my King. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Wash me in your cleansing blood. Free me in the name of Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen, my friends. Brothers, sisters, don't you feel it? That, that weight has been taken away from you. That's the power of Jesus, my friends. That's the power of Jesus and no one can ever ever take that away from you brothers and sisters know that jesus is the same today tomorrow and forever if he is the one who gave that strength to david that he that enables him to kill the giant know that whatever happens in your life that that there is nothing that is too difficult for him that there is absolutely nothing that is too difficult for him if you right now are sick i want to read you something beautiful from isaiah chapter 53 from the fourth verse under the fifth Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our inquiries. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. My friends, with his wounds you can be healed. You have experienced freedom that the Lord has given you. You have experienced that Jesus can free you from all of those burdens. Right now, I want to tell you something. That if you would believe in Him, that if you would believe that His stripes can heal you, you will be healed instantly. Instantly, my friends, brothers and sisters, if you would believe in Him, that you can be healed by the name of Jesus Christ. So right now, if you are sick right now, let us, let us delay no further. Put your hand on any part of your body that is affected by sickness. Any kind of sickness, my friends. If you are blind, if, you are, uh, if your friends uh, are, are, are deaf, maybe you have cancer, maybe your, your, your son has autism, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe you have incurable sickness, you have broken bones, uh, your friends or you are near death or even dead right now, put your hands or any part of your body, or, or your loved one's body that's affected. And I will pray. And as I pray, have faith in Lord Jesus Christ. And by faith, you will see miracles. Right now, brothers and sisters, my friends, close your eyes and lift up your other hands to the sky, your other hands to the affected part. And I will pray right now. 
Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for everyone who shows faith today, Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone who shows faith today and lifted up their hands to the sky and put their hands on any part of the affected of their affected body. And I pray that in the name of Lord Jesus Christ, that by His stripes be healed in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Any kind of sickness, any kind of sickness in the name of Lord Jesus Christ, that by His stripes be healed, completely healed in the name of Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. Now you see the power of Lord Jesus Christ that has healed you. Hallelujah. My friends, brothers and sisters, know that Jesus is real, that there is nothing in this world that could come up in the same level of power of Jesus Christ. So if you are in any trouble, if you are in any depression, call on the name of Jesus. And I assure you, he will actually listen and answer you back with a way that you never thought possible. My friends, if you want to know more about who this God of Israel is, who the God of Israel who has given victory to this boy David and who has shed his blood for the sake of your sin and who has freed you earlier from that burden and who has just healed you from your sickness, I encourage you to call a number that is displayed on the screen right now. Our call center can help you any way we can. We can uh, pray with you. We can uh, uh, tell you about who Jesus is. We can pray for you. And um, you can ask us anything. And this service is absolutely free. So you can uh, contact us anytime you like. Our service is available in English, in uh, Bahasa Indonesia. Nous parlons français aussi. Uh, si vous voulez contacter nous, as a, a, a numero uh, at the screen right now in front of you. My friends, thank you again for joining this, uh, uh, this session today. And if this session really blesses you, please share this to your friends, to your loved ones. And I will see all you all again next time. So God bless you all. God bless all children of God in, uh, in the world. And have a, have a blessed day.